Hello, welcome to the Lone Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Lone, and in this episode, I've not brought some regulars because it's the busy time of the year, you know. But as for our guest, returning from season two, he's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's a musician and also an owner of a floral shop. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Gary Pratt. Hey, how you doing out there? Going great. So, how's life? It's busy. <laughs> yeah, busy from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. So, uh, um, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you know, living that's, life. That's, yeah, that's yeah. great. So, have you been up too much since we last met? Um, just some bigger shows coming up, um, and uh, you know, been practicing with the band and, and getting a new show put together. Uh, so that that's going to keep me busy through the summer, and uh, been basically working on that. And um, you mentioned about the floral shop. Of course, we got a lot of weddings coming up too. So um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a busy summer. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, nice, nice. And how how do you actually balance between being a florist and being a musician? You know what? Um, a lot of people have asked that. Um, it just seems to it seems to work for me. Uh, in fact, um, if, if I didn't have my floral business, uh, I wouldn't have been able to uh, actually record the last album and um, you know fund some of the stuff that I do for the music, of course. Um, but it's you know being creative. Both jobs are creative, um, you know, artistic and I don't know. It, it just sort of it, it blends together, you know. And God puts me that in the right place for that, um, to work together. And, uh, so I'm grateful for doing two things that I actually love. Um, I never actually thought I would be a florist. It just sort of dropped in my lap. I was a little short story here. I was a um, recreational therapist for like geriatric uh, nursing homes. And um, uh, it happened that uh, I got, I was, I was sort of getting burned out there and I wanted to do something different and a new company bought that company out and um, I was laid off and ended up starting delivering flowers for uh, a small shop here in, in downtown Greensburg, which is near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, a year later, I opened up my shop with a rusty old van and a pot cooler and I uh, had some good people and friends behind me that, you know, helped me out and it just took off. and. You know, today I own a large building downtown, and um, you know it's just uh, it's really blossomed. Um, so that's one of my success stories as far as the floral business. And like I said, it sort of dropped in my lap, and it, it was meant to be. Though um, I've been doing it for a while, and I have uh, a couple different friends that help me out, and my mom helps me out right now too. So um, it, it's working out well. So that, that's how that started. And uh, you know, I'm grateful that I had I had that had that business to be able to to fund what I'm doing now. So it, it works out great. Okay, great, nice, nice. And uh, what kind of live concerts specifically are you planning on performing? Uh, I'm doing some headliner uh, concerts here in the Pittsburgh area. Actually, uh, I have one coming up June second. Um, and, uh, and the band Abilene 
will be on with me and uh, my duet partner, because I love doing duets. I think I told you that last time we talked, um, Kate Soller. And then I have some guests coming on too uh, prior to uh, my show. The first half of the show is going to be a um, guy named Joe Brocker. And then um, Ashley Puckett, who's actually on the same record label as I am. So I'll have some uh, MTS family members there. Uh, in fact, Michael Stover, who, who runs uh, MTS, will also be there supporting us. And um, I think he's going to even sell some of my merchandise. I got T-shirts and hats and, uh, of course, you know, the CDs to sell. Um, and then I have uh, two friends of mine called the Two Broke Country Girls, Lois Scott and... Um, Diana Miklish, um, they're both um, going to perform before me too. And then we'll have an intermission, and then that's when I come out with, with the full band. That's going to all be acoustic before me, and then I'll come back with, out with the full band show. So that's June 2nd. I have some smaller shows here and there. I'm um, playing at a couple fairs. One big fair called Westmoreland uh, County Fair. I'll be uh, headlining that also. So I've got some big gigs coming up, and yeah, I'm excited about it. It's it's going to be uh, you know pretty um, professional and, and 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 nice crowds and and a lot of people will be hearing me that maybe have not heard me before. So it's going to be um, it's going to be a fun summer. Great. Well, glad to hear it. Glad, glad to hear you got stuff going on for yourself. Yeah, you know you have to. You have to I keep going and and things sort of fall. In, in my lap you know and i'm not like out there looking for things it's just it comes to me i have um a couple different businesses here in town um integrity realty they're going to be doing uh, uh some sponsorships and a radio station called whjb actually um uh, i'll I'll be like representing them at the fair also and uh vince savania that's um, and the Lamp Theater, and that's where I'll be on June 2nd. They, they came to me and they're like, you know, hey, we want, we want you to do a show. And it's perfect timing, perfect timing. The album's out, it's doing great. Uh, my latest uh, song, I don't know, I'm trying to think when I talked to you last, but the latest release is called It's a Ballad called When It's Our Love, It's Lost. And right now um, it's on the national charts. It's actually hit number one on the AC40 charts. And uh, there's a couple stations like Nashville, WNHE, they play it almost, they play it all week long. And um, I'm just so grateful for their, their support and all the people that have been calling into that station, actually, uh, to request my song. Because they've keeping me on the rotation of um, their station. I'm being played beside, you know, some big names like Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney and Justin Moore, and you know, I'm just real happy about that. I listen during the day, and it's like, hey, that's my song right beside you know that big name guy, you know. <laughs> so it's pretty exciting. Mm, okay, cool, cool. Would you rather sleep on the wall or sleep on the ceiling? I think I'd rather sleep on the ceiling. I think you see more. <laughs> 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 if you wake up. And- well, at night you'll be able to see more. If you're sleeping and your your eyes are closed, it doesn't really matter, I guess. But uh, if for some reason you have to, you wake up, you look around, you see a lot more of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where where would you like to sleep? <laughs> well, to be honest, 
I prefer sleeping on the wall because when I wake up in the morning, at least I can wake up to the the sunrise. If I'm well, sleeping that, on the wall, you know that what? places. That, that's true. Of course, it all depends on how you, how your ceilings are and how big your your windows are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My house is not big, so it's. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, I'd have to look out this, you know, the sliding glass doors to see the sunshine out in the yard. Uh, you got a good point there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you could erase one past experience, what would it be? What was that question? If you could erase one past experience, what would it be? Uh, I think it would be the death of my father. He recently passed away um, about three months ago. And um, it's been really hard. It's been hard for my mom. And I, I'm pretty busy. I, I don't know if I'm really doing with it like I should because I'm always busy, but you know, there's certain times I get some downtime back last, I think it was Sunday, Sunday after band practice, I was out in my yard after I cut the grass and I was sitting on the lounge and it was sort of hitting me, you know, um, you know, daddy's gone and everything that he has helped me with and, you know, how proud he was of my music and I, that's what I would erase. I would love for him to be here, especially with these concerts that are coming up um, this summer. And, you know, I'm sort of making my, my mom said, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I said, oh, yeah, you're going. You know, I got people that'll, that'll, that'll take her. And um, so I just, yeah, that's what I would erase. Uh, my my album, I know I told you this before, we've had a lot of tragedy in our life the last couple of years, and I think a lot of people have, actually. Um, my brother passed away, I don't know, it might be four years, three or four years now. And um, the album that I have out right now is actually dedicated to him. And um, little did I know, you know, the song, title song of the album is um, something worth remembering. And... Um, it was written by Tony Erotic, who wrote the dance for Garth Brooks. Um, now, you know, when I do these concerts this summer, you know, I usually say a little spill about my brother. And now that's probably going to be a really emotional time um, at my concert. And hopefully I can get through what I want to say. And I, I'm sure, you know, God will give me the strength to do that um, about my, you know, my dad and, and my brother. Um, but you know, in I think it shows you need to show, you need to let people know who you really are and what you're going through. And I think people connect with you better that way. And um, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will connect with, you know, losing someone and and going through the process of, of grief and everything. So, um, yeah, that's what I would erase. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that's a very good point. So, if you had to pick between scuba diving, bungee jumping, or skydiving, which one would you choose? Well, I'd have to go scuba diving. Even, even though I have a song out called Jump In and there's some skydivers on the, on the video, uh, I'm, I'm not too good with heights. 
but no, and I love the beach. Um, I love the water, so definitely ski with diving. Okay, nice, nice. What is what is something a lot of people are missing out on, just because they don't know about it, whether it's good or whatever. On on what I'm doing in my life, or I'm, I'm a little confused here. Um, well, any anything in general, really. Oh, anything in general. Yeah. To miss out on life. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I think some people take some of the small things for granted. Um, you know, I mean. Your family, and because of losing people, I noticed. I know that the most important thing in life is your your family, your friends, and you know, trying to take some quality time and being with them. Because um, really, that's all we have in life. We don't have. I mean, material things are okay. You know, I mean, it's just it's not important because um, we come into this life with nothing and we leave, you know, with nothing. But you know, the memories and the quality time that you spend with your family and friends, I think a lot of people take that for granted. And um, that's what, you know, I, I try to stress at my shows too. Um, you know, people do, it, it, we're not here forever. And um, I, I just think that, you know, when, and I've, I've gone through it too, you know, I think you think nothing's ever gonna change. Well. Things can change in a in a moment, um, and I think people, some people maybe miss out on that, miss out on family times, and miss out on, you know, saying I'm sorry to someone that maybe, you know, you'll regret, at, you know, at some time if one if you, someone passes away and you didn't get to say that. Um, so I, I think. Um, I think people miss out on that, the precious moments that don't cost a thing with your family and friends. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just, I try to stress that in my concerts too. That's nice. Yeah, it's good about, you know, it's not just about, you know, it's about having fun, just having, going out with your friends and having, and having a blast too, you know, it's, uh, or your family members or whatever, but a lot of times you don't see, different people for a while, especially nowadays, you know, people live in different states and that, but, um, you know, FaceTime and all that's pretty cool. Um, uh, so people are more connected, but, um, yeah, it's, it's important. It's very important. Oh yes, absolutely. If you could host a talk show, who would you have on? Hmm. Let's see. I, I, I think I'd have Dolly Parton on. She's a, I just think she's a hoot. <laughs> and, and she's an icon, you know what? And she like constantly reinvents herself and she does so much for community's involvement, you know, and, and good for the world and, you know, other people. Um, and I, I, I think she would make you feel comfortable even if you were a host and, and you were uncomfortable or nervous about having her on the show. I, I, I think that she would, uh, just make you feel, hey, you know, you're just one of the, you know, you're her friend, you know. Um, plus, there's so much to talk with her about, you know, where she came from and, you know, how hard it was for her to break into the music business. First of all, at that time, being a female and and coming from nowhere and the guts and courage that it took to do that. And, 
you know, sometimes in, in, in life, you know, you have to, um, you have to say, Hey, uh, if you want something in life, you have to go for it. If it doesn't work out, that's okay. It wasn't meant to be. Um, and I, I sort of, when I was younger, I, um, I was afraid to do different things and, uh, I was scared to death to go to college, but I went, it was like culture shock in the little small coal mining town to a big city. But, um, I've learned through the years to, um, make it sort of a game <laughs> to, uh, if there's something I'm really nervous about and it's outside of my comfort zone, um, I sort of make myself do it because that's the way I can grow. And I think that, um, I think Dolly Parton would be a good example of that. And I think we'd have a lot to talk about, uh, about that topic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. That's a, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah. That's a really good pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, plus she's doing Christian songs right now too with um, like um, some of the Christian singers, and I just I love what she's doing with them, duets and that. Oh yes, absolutely. What kind of music do you often listen to? Most time I listen to country, but um, I listen to Christian. I listen to classical. Um, I listen to dance music, so I'm pretty wide on what I listen to. A lot of times I. I mean, country courses at my heart. It's you know, it's what I'm about, and that's where my voice fits, and that's where I feel the music. Um, but you know, you'll hear all my you know stations in my car and uh, the Sirius radio. Like, of course, I have that, and I'll, I'll even listen to some talk things like Joel Stein and um, things like that. But pretty wide variety of music uh, I listen to. I was listening to classical today, and uh, and then turned it on to country. I always have to listen to country because I find out what other people are doing also and what's, you know, what's uh, what's hot, what's not. And, um, but I listen to all kinds of music, even jazz. Yeah, I agree. It depends on my mood. Yeah, I agree. Mood is a thing for me as well with music. <laughs> I, guess I'm moody. I guess I'm moody, I don't know. <laughs> I would just depend on my state of mind at the time, I guess. Oh, yeah. If you could travel back in time, which decade would you, do you want to live in? You know, I don't... Someone asked me that before. Um, I always thought, like, the 20s, 1920s would might be cool. Um... Of course, everything's a lot simpler back then, and uh, but I, I think the the clothing was pretty cool, and uh, it just seemed like a lot of people had fun back there, as far as I know, you know. Um, and just I've seen pictures of you know the streets, the old cars, and um, I just think it'd be a, neat to live in a town like that, and it'd be so much more simpler, and people knew each other and. Of course, that's a lot of different eras back, you know, back in time. But I think I'd have to pick the twenties. Okay, great, great choice. Who was the last person you talked to? The last person I talked to, mm-hmm. that would have been um, my friend Scott. Okay. He um, um we uh. <laughs> 
he got a bunch of plants. He's putting them in pots and stuff like that, and he's showing me everything that he was doing. So uh, it was pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Nice. Getting, ready for getting the summer, uh, I guess, the patios ready and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you had to pick any character in a book, movie, or TV show, who is most similar to you? Hmm. I'm not big on too much of, uh, too much, I don't read too much, uh, as far as a character, and I don't know very many actors' names, neither, I, I don't watch very much TV and stuff like that, um, let me think about that, as far okay. as, a, yeah, let me think about that, um, something will hit me, it's probably something right that I, I'll get off the, you know, we'll get off this uh, interview, and I say, "Oh shoot!" You know what? That what was I thinking? You know, um, yeah. Let me let me think about that a little bit. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. What is the best way to stay motivated? Uh, I don't. I, you know what? Yeah, sometimes you, you you don't feel motivated, but I mean, I'm just so busy. I mean, I get up in the morning, and it's like I lay there in bed, and I start thinking of everything I got to do for the day, and it's like. That sort of motivates me, but if I'm down in the slumps, I, if, if I'll practice, I'll, I'll go down in my studio and just start um, singing. A lot of times uh, we'll be having, um, I'll have my girl singer come over and um, I'll be working all day and I'm just like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this, you know, but once I start singing again and you know practicing it's just like my whole even if i have achy bones or something you know something sore from standing all day or whatever it just sort of goes away and it just sort of motivates me so my music it keeps me going and and also the people that come into my my shop because i'm usually there every day um you know they can motivate me too, or, or I can motivate them. It's helping other people. But my music is, it can change me around, you know, in a couple seconds. Because uh, that's, I've always been like that. So I think that's why I went toward music is because um, I was sort of a loner and uh, when I was younger. And that just was sort of my way to um, get out of myself or get out of my situation or what I was thinking. And now I, I think that is my true motivation because my whole world is surrounded. You know, it, it, it's built on my music and it's always been like, that. it's like a part of me. Um, for a year I did quit music. Uh, I moved back to Nashville and um, I was just sort of down in the dumps. And the longer I didn't do music, the worse of, I, the worse I felt, and I'm sure the worse that I treated other people. And then once I started back with music, you know, my whole whole outlook on everything just changed. So that's definitely, you know, it's proven to me that, that that's my um, motivation is my music. And um, I don't think I'll ever stop music now. I'll just keep going until, until I expire, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, cool, cool. What is something people are always surprised to learn about you? Um, 
You know what? Sometimes um, people come into my shop, and it's like a it's a classy it's a classy place, and we might be playing classical music or something like that. You know, something easy listening or whatever. When people come in. And some people still don't know that I, I sing sometimes. And they'll say, oh, what kind of music you do? And I think most people are surprised when I say country. Because um, they don't think that, it, it, you know, the two things sort of go together. You know, I'm just a, you know, old, I'm a country boy, you know, from a small town. And now I'm living in a, a bigger area. And uh, when people come in, I think they're more surprised that I, I do country music instead of doing, you know, something else like, you know, uh, the classical or the, uh, that type, you know, more different type of music that I'm just sort of down to earth country and love it. And uh, I think that's the most important, you know, people that don't know me find interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like all animals, um, but uh, I'm more, I've had cats, I've had dogs, um, but I, I'm more of a dog person. I had some good experience with dogs and how they can protect you and, uh, you know, you have one in your house and it's barking, you know, it's, it's sort of a, you know, a watchdog, you know. Um, and I've had good experiences with dogs. My family has had dogs all their lives, you know, and um, if, I mean, if I had to, <laughs> if a stray cat came along, of course, I'm not, I'm going to take it in or I'm going to try to get a home for it, but um, a dog I might keep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the most useful thing you own? The most useful thing I own? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I I would have to say my microphone <laughs> <laughs> or my computer. I do a lot of stuff on a computer, you know, of course. And I know a lot of people probably say their phone too, but you know, it, uh, I sort of wish in a way that things were simpler, but I don't think my music would be getting out there as much if we didn't have the computers and, you know, all these different sites and all that people wouldn't be, hearing about my music and um, that's what's really cool about the computer and internet and all that. But my most valued thing would probably be, you know, my microphone as far as, you know, materialistic things go. That's a hard, that's a hard question because there's so many different things that you rely on, you know, but you know, if anything, I, I'm going to have to say my microphone just cause I can, I can always go somewhere with it and I can always sing with it and uh, my PA system. <laughs> that, that, what's other people say about that? I'm, I'm sure you've had a lot of different, you know, answers. Oh yeah. The more you think, the more you think it's like, how many things do we really rely on in one day? It's, it's, uh, it's sort of mind, mind boggling, you know? Oh yeah. That's why your cars, yeah, your cars, computers, your, you know, the telephones and um, just, you know, things that, you know, that you rely on constantly. Of course, you know, when someone's car breaks down, it's like the end of the world. Um, that's how you get somewhere and all that. But, you know, then you got 
you know, you have a lot of things. I mean, you got electric. I mean, I could probably go on forever, but I'm going to stick with my microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, that's all we have for this episode. It was great having you here, Gary, talk, catching oh, up with you from last time, and yeah, and so on. Yeah, thank you so much, Peter. I, I really enjoyed it, and, um, you know, thanks for taking the time, and, you know, people got to know a little bit more about me and get out there and see my music or listen you know, my webpage, www.garycrapmusic.com. Um, all the sites, all the music's on there. There's some videos and all that out there and the schedule where I'm going to be at here in here in the U.S. So, okay? Yeah, great. And until next time, stay tuned for more. <laughs>